trust a drug dealer? Who can you trust? That's He's not even good at like just whatever happened to just going into the bathroom, doing a couple of bumps, and coming That's out. Because right, dealer made more money off him than he made off selling. Dope and 10, 10 Exactly, grand because made. he's going to get six figures at least for this video. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying Rob Ford is a drug user. And I just said there's some drugs, even if you do enjoy them, that you should always have that sort of moment of like, uh, I shouldn't have done this last night. Yeah. You should never right. wake up after doing that and being like, whoa, that was amazing. Even if you had a good time. Yeah, just at least for not during own, breakfast. Wait till lunch and then go. For your that own, was amazing. For your own peace of mind, you should just be like, uh, that was fun last night, but of course, shouldn't, shouldn't do that too often. I think that there is, pro- I don't know this for sure, but I would think that there is a difference between someone who is dealing crack and someone who's dealing weed. I think there's a big difference. Uh, yeah. I mean, people who are dealing weed are probably people that are on the verge of becoming millionaires. <laughs> like, once everything gets legalized, think, if those people yeah. play it right, they are going to make a fortune. And I don't think that... I, I just My experience is that people that deal with weed are just cooler people. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's a da- more dangerous. The, co- the crack has a danger element. Yeah, definitely. They're watching a show about this drug dealer he had... Uh, this drug, drug house, yeah. and a guy would come and buy some crack, and then they can go and smoke it in the house. Right. And then when the guy left, the guy go, okay, let's get out of here. And he gathers up stuff because the, guy, the guy's going to come back wanting more crack, and he knows that it's in that house. Yeah. So they always have to transfer yeah. different heads, a bunch of different houses he has to be at because like, he, this people is want, will kick your door in to get it. He's hanging- like, oh, man, you're not there? All right. Call me later. This is the thing. That's, that's the thing. I'm coming to get you. I think. Well, no, nobody ever knocks on your door at three o'clock in the morning for more weed. No, no. Everyone's yeah. like, you know, like if it's like, if it's two thirty in the morning, everyone's like, "Hey, man, you got any weed?" No, man, I'm out. Okay, cool. Yeah. But if so, if someone's doing crack or coke, and you say, "Hey, man, it's two thirty, man. Do you think we can call that guy?" Yeah, let's call him. We'll yeah. drive. But it's sort of yeah. like, and that's what he's gotten himself involved with. Those kinds of people. Sandro Lisi was there. Like, why are you still hanging out with that guy? At three in the morning, don't you knock on the doors? Your door. <laughs> But the pizza guy's delivering the pizza. That's that's only knocking the door. And it's just my issue is always just he's not good at covering up his own tracks. You no, know? he doesn't and even so, try. No, but it's like you know, it's like even when you were, when you were living at home with your parents and you were smelling pot, you'd come home and like if you were. I recognize sm- that smell. Or, but if, but no, you would be better at like he's not even good at hiding it from like his. You know, his own family. You know, it's it's like he's over. No, he is house. good at hiding it Apparently. from his family. His mother didn't know. Well, his mother his was mother like, he's just overweight. And interviewed in front of the same bar that I know. was caught. What was That's that about? That's true. No one talked well, about apparently that. Apparently, that she's a regular there. Like, she's a regular there. Oh, but his God. sister is? The mom. The mom, the mom is. That, that. Is a regular at a bar? Yeah. Oh. I've never had a parent I know. that's a regular at any Well, my dad, was. We, we used to go pick him up at a place after work. But... <laughs> 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 What, but it was, more, it was a fancy. 52, 52 it was a bar. division. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> they said it was a bar, Dave. What do you mean? <laughs> there were bars there. Yeah. Used behind them. A bar. You know, you pay a man to release your father. A bar. <laughs> you know what I noticed once when I went from uh, from Canada on the west coast down to uh, Portland, Oregon, um, that all of a sudden the bars were called taverns. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Amer- mm. America likes to call them taverns more than we do. I think. Well, the taverns are more of a, a, ma- a male-only establishment. Oh, is that what the di- is yeah. that what? Yeah, the I would associate a, a tavern. And they wouldn't serve food; it would just be like just beer, just or, beer, or they'd have peanuts, like pigs. Yeah. Like the Linny is a tavern. The Linny, sweet Linny. <laughs> What's the Linny? The li- it's the Linsmore. Yeah, but oh, uh, right. Okay. I guess there's places that are bars, and I always say you, you never go to a, a high-class tavern. Taverns are always dingy. That's, yeah. that's exactly what and I the, mean. And the servers are men. Like that's it's all male why, servers. Like when you go to the <laughs> States sometimes, <laughs> immediately, as soon as you cross the border, everything seems a little more 50s and a little more run down in some ways. 
things are taverns, and I don't know. Everything I love seems taverns. Slightly more horseshoe old tavern. You um, like the a lot of these don't have to have sell food. These guys are, have old licenses; they don't have to. So now, now they sort of have attachments beside them, like they get food from the a place next door kind of thing. Right. But a tavern license was you didn't have to serve food, just booze, and you have like light snacks. Hmm. Um, and, oh, wait, here's, here's the answer. Here we get this from Yahoo Answers. Okay. Um, who we welcome to sponsor if they wish. <laughs> uh, a pub is short for public house. It is a place where drinks are sold to be consumed on the premises. A tavern is a place where alcohol is served. With food, oh, but it does not have rooms for guests as an inn. A bar is pretty much synonymous with pub, however. Oh, so a tavern is a place where alcohol is served with food, but it's weird that the Horseshoe and other places I know, this goes against what I know. This is exactly what I was saying. And speaking See? of uh, history of bars, yes. Magic Johnson's here. <laughs> Magic, Laser Magic <laughs> Johnson. Laser Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a bar versus tavern. Tavern's partier. Tavern's party harder? Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure. It's the Guilty Pleasures Podcast. TV, junk food, guilty Harold Ramis. Yeah. And then we talked about the E.T., maybe, uh, maybe our video games. We talked about E.T. And now they but when we record, I think when we recorded that episode. It wasn't happening, though. I no, that no, was just a random thing I picked up in my research. But I remember hearing that when I was oh, 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 you remember hearing about the burying them like the ages ago, yeah. the landfill. And then there were, all of a sudden there's this group because it's our podcast. And then we did the episode, and then they decided to right. pick them up. Maybe, yeah, maybe that is weird. Maybe we are affecting the collective, uh, collective well, consciousness. Well, what they is still that? haven't found the plane, so we didn't really help that way. No. <laughs> That's well, right. I was like, they'll probably know what happened to the plane by the time this airs. Nope. It's crazy. Well, no, but you can't predict it. It just has to be a case of coincidences. No, you can one. hear all of these previous conversations on <laughs> other episodes of the Guilty Pleasures podcast. Available on iTunes. So, so what, what, now what is that when someone like sees it, they're walking around and then they see a crow, and then, the, and then like the next oh. day a friend of theirs dies or someone that they know Synchron- dies? Uh, synchronicity. Yeah. That's called synchronicity. And they're, they're, That's that is one example. There are other there are. But the crow's always an omen. It's a harbinger. Right. Well, harbinger. that's. I'm I'm harbinger. <laughs> he yelled. Synchronicity. <laughs> it, it, I think there are some people that believe that the whole universe is just one mind. So things that happen. Everything's connected. And coin- yes, and coincidences and things like that. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes are, are actually very significant. Hmm. I believe that. No, I just kn- I, I just know a person that used to believe like you know, and it was after a couple of incidences you would see a crow during the day. Or yeah, he'd walk near one or under one, and, or one would fly by, and then no, so, someone he was that, but, uh... someone who he was close to, uh, or someone that he held dear, died 
uh, either that day or the next day. I've heard a lot of stories where people hear on the radio a song, like when the person dies, they hear a song on the radio, like immediately that was that person's favorite song, right. just randomly being played on a, a station. When, I know when our, uh, I was feeling like such garbage, and uh, I was driving around the city, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I got a call on the phone, and at uh, our uh, the old show I did with Darren Frost, the Anything Goes show, got nominated for the second Canadian Comedy Award, yeah. and then my heart started to lift up a little bit, and uh, and then the next song that came on the radio was uh, uh, "Don't Stop Believing," not "Don't Stop Believing," or uh, "Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow," the Fleetwood Mac one. Oh yeah, and I, nice. I drove around for a while. I was like, "Fucking right, all right, this is okay." That's a good song. Th- well, things, that was things, used. Uh, might get a little bit better here. That song was used uh, in Bill Clinton's campaign. Actually, that was how they uh, yeah. when they won, they yeah. played that song. It's a very positive, uh, motivating song. That's but I was song, just, I was yeah. just feeling so low, and then I got some good news, and then immediately like a very uplifting song. Yeah, right. Him. Immediately on, on the radio. So songs play an important part in our lives, don't they, guys? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're about to tell us some they awful do. news. Whenever yeah. you, no, I wanted to. No, say, I know when. Uh, yeah, but when <laughs> your segues are very obvious gonna, into what gonna, we're talking. about. I was going to say that. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. I remember that as a uh, in being in school when they, grade like four. Like that was really a, a big song back then. And I just remember whenever I hear that song, I go back to being a, a, like a really little kid again. You know, you know what song I have? Like <laughs> we have Stevie Nicks, uh, "Undercover Angel." Remember that song? Yes. Undercover Angel. That reminds me of my childhood because yeah, I would, yeah, whenever funny. that came on the radio, I would go berserk. Right. Yeah. Undercover Angel song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm trying to. I'll. Fifty ways to leave your lover. That's another one. But you, Scott, before we, before uh, before we start recording, Scott was uh, going on about uh, one of the shows that uh, he or uh, he was asking me if like if I would ever. Uh, be up for like listening to a whole evening of like TV theme shows because yeah. that's what we are talking about right. today. And uh, I just said that like uh, there are occasions because I bought like uh, the the greatest hits uh, television's greatest hits the, the 70s and 80s. Right. I don't even know if they came out with a 90s 2000s one or a 90s one. They probably did. I just burned it onto my uh, hard drive. Thank you, you very much. You did it. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, well, my fast. CD, but you don't have the 90s one. Um, yeah. Anyways. Well, I don't think that theme songs aren't quite as good as they used to be. Do- I think that that would surprise you. I, I named some theme some themes that you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that is pretty good. Okay, name one. Uh, I can name one. I can name one. Well, well True guess- Blood, True Blood. Okay. The, big, yeah, bang, bad, big, bad thing. the Big Bang Theory one, I guess, is pretty popular. Oh right? my god, I hate that show. <laughs> okay, sorry. But not that I. Okay, I don't it's hate been. It. I like the Dexter theme. Yeah. Like and the theme to The Walking Dead. Would you, would, you listen, would you drive down the street and listen, oh, okay. put on The Walking Dead theme song and like uh, drive down I w- the street? Yeah, if I wanted I to freak would. the shit out of myself. I listen to <laughs> Music to freak the shit out of yourself. Really slowly it. at night. No, I listen to, I, I, I listen to movie music a lot. So uh, I do have weird things that come well, on. that's true. Yeah, and themes. Like you were in my car. Yeah. The reason I came up with this idea, I was driving Scott home and... Uh, and Gilligan's Island came on, so yeah, just like his regular playlist. Yeah, That's, yeah, was, because I, I really love the. You Gilligan. got the door handle a little tighter then. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? About um, if I can, I start talking about Gilligan's Island. Well, actually, well, wait. Well, wait, wait, no, the one thing that I wanted to get to is like yeah. I don't care how depressed you are. Right. If you hear the theme to um, the Greatest American Hero, <laughs> you are going to be lifted up. That is the that is. That's um, another uplifting song, and that's a show that would the no Mike Post. Do you want to, can you play a little bit of Greatest American? Oh. Believe 
Great American Hero was one of my favorite shows, and it, that was that's that show has to come back again. Some did it? Did they try to if do you, that again? If you try to watch it now, it is just is it it's bad? such a piece of shit. It is William Cat. Is, is it William Cat? Can I say something? Cat Williams and uh, Mike Poster. <laughs> Mike Post. But see, I don't care how shitty you feel. Your your day's not going great, and then, of course, you're gonna you're. I don't know this is kind of depressing. Well, no, how's like, this depressing? It's like this Dan a, Hill on Quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a great show. I think yeah. uh, uh, you kids, should watch it again. It's, for my age, was it's a it piece a, of garbage. <laughs> you remember and the, I thought, I mean, like, no, it's not good. This show this, got green lit. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great show. It was a great show. Cheers. Have you, when was the last time you saw it? When it was, was last a time satire of superhero things. No, it wasn't. It was what, trying who was to be the guy, a superhero. Who was the FBI agent uh, trying to get him? You, were, you already Robert said Culp. It. Robert Culp. Yeah. But it was William Cat, the curly William haired Cat, guy. who I just saw in Carrie. Oh, okay. I was just watching Carrie. He was a handsome young man. Yes. <laughs> so was Carrie. She could really of, fit into a I superhero. I actually thought scene. Carrie was cute. I thought, why don't they see that Carrie's kind of hot? You know. Yeah. Oh man, this brings me right back to being a kid for, like on the carpet in front of right. the TV again. My brother had this on a forty. If you watch it now, it does not hold up it in really the department store. Does the song have hold a TV up? Home. No. <laughs> it's rocking back in front of the t- yeah. uh, like a wall of TVs at the department store. This brings me back to rocking in the corner. Because <laughs> hurts wanted to watch their own show. I met a guy that worked for Mike Post once oh. in, well, in California. Hmm. See, now, uh, now what, what's your issue with Gilligan's Island? Is that where the oh. term "fix it in post" comes from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he also did the Hill Street Blues theme. Another great piano bass. My brother theme. also had the 45 of that. My brother right. was into I both my brother and I were really into TV show themes. Honestly, at one I still have a cassette where when I was a little kid, I put the tape recorder on. It was almost like what we do now, and I would play a, a theme song, and then I would talk about it. It was like the. It was like <laughs> a podcast. my podcast. You were doing, te- you were doing wow. TED talks for I, uh, TV. Theme wow, shows. I'm pretty, so wow. upset. I threw up my cassette recorder because oh. of my, of my cassette player because I could play it. It's so hilarious. But yeah, I'm well, a, you recorded your lectures on TV theme songs. I, th- like I was. Eight years did old. Did you mail them out to other people? I did like a series of them, where I, and I would record every single theme song. So I have a ridiculous knowledge of some of these theme songs. Excellent. The weirdest one, I was going to talk about Gilligan's Island, yes. but the weirdest one was there's cart. I couldn't even find it. That's how weird it is. But there was. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> so weird. But you can't the Saturday even find morning it. cartoon themes were very bizarre. There yeah. at one point there was a show that was called the. The new Fred and Barney Adventures show okay. and the thing and the new schmoo. And it actually had a, a theme song. That was the whole show name? And like it took a while. At first it was just I the, the, new the Fred and Barney and yeah. the thing. And then all of a sudden they decided to add this third one. I could only find the new schmoo uh, here. So can, yep. let's take a listen to that. Watch Match Game PM here on King 5. It's the new shoe. The incredible new shoe. Oh, they're, they're all in a little van. That, and no one's wearing seatbelts? Like, this is a whole different era. It's very similar to. Um, That's before people worried about Scooby-Doo. getting sued. Yeah. So just like, listen, I watched your show and nobody had a seatbelt on, so I went driving without a seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. Shmoo was a So, weird what thing. was the Shmoo? He was just like a glob. I, of- I have learned so much about the Shmoo today. Okay. I looked it up. It's actually considered a, it was a political satire cartoon. Considered, a, but what was he? What was his uh, material? An anti, he was a product 
That it's from the little Abner cartoon, and it was a product that you could eat and laid eggs, and you could also eat them. <laughs> and there was a whole bunch of them in America. I could play that guy. It was considered a satire of like capitalism. Yeah. But I like that I could always remember this theme song. It's the new schmoo. Doodle, doodle. Yeah. The incredible new schmoo. So then Didn't they would have, a, and the Fred and, new with Fred and Barney adventures, and yeah. thing ring, do your thing. <laughs> and other strange ones were the Happy Days Time Machine show, Fonzie and wow. the Gang. I remember Harlem Globetrotters. That was a well, Harlem show. Globetrotters and uh, Gilligan's Island. But well, you want to talk about Gilligan's Island okay. now. Okay. This is the most, probably one of those most well-known uh, right. show themes, right? That's right. And, it, and also it's one of those themes that basically tells you the entire plot in the theme. Yeah. Because it, it tells you the entire story about how yeah. they got there. Here's what you're going to get here. Yeah. Okay. Look, hey, what do you want? Eh? Listen. I've got something here that you guys are going to love. Have you ever heard the original theme song pilot? For no. Gilligan's Island. Wait. And it was written by Sherwood Schwartz and John Williams. Okay. And a wizard. Of Star Wars fame. <laughs> and a bag of this is it. You guys are going to love this. <laughs> it was written with a bottle of Jack Daniels. In tropical sea is a tropic port. Okay, so it basically well, it looks like the beginning old theme, but it's a calypso sort of. Yeah. Like about Harry Belafonte. But that's actually Sherwood Schwartz singing. Now, why did he why, like this? But they never used this theme song for the actual show. This is the pilot. This is the teacher, not the professor. Oh. Thurston Howell and uh, Lovey. There's Gilligan. So Gilligan's a servant. What's, what's the song? The song he's saying he's the first mate. Yeah. But he, why is he carrying it for everybody? But the lyrics are pretty basically the same, or no? No, it's completely different, and it was written by John Williams. I was thinking the only other time I know about John Williams going into Calypso was The Phantom Menace, and that was also a disaster. So uh, I think John Williams probably should stay away from Calypso. That would be my my takeaway from this. But it's just weird. It's really long. It's like a minute and a half telling the story. I caramba. It's like, why are we in Mexico all of a sudden? Is that where Gilligan's Island is? <laughs> well, I think you can say I caramba anywhere. But it's from Mexico. I know, but it doesn't have any borders. It's the guy that's singing. I actually don't doesn't know mean it's from. <laughs> it's from Bart Simpson or Mexico. That's all I know. But you can say it anywhere you want. Um, so there is a lot of different versions of the theme song. And when we were discussing this, in this version and the original first season, they did, they mention everyone, but decide to leave out the professor and Marianne. People got mad, right? Well, they, all the rest. That's a, they used to why, have it with all the rest. Why just say, and all the rest? Why not just say the professor? And Why were they like, no, the other two, they're not that important. They don't deserve the couple of notes. Well, they just we didn't, want to get, they didn't want to give people too much. To think about. Well, it, <laughs> they just wanted people to get to know them slowly. And so, oh, because, but then if you that's your favorite, if you're a Marianne guy, you know, right. you yeah. want to yeah. see Marianne, you want her to have her own special. She really is the, the star of the show in some ways. I don't think so. I think Gilligan's always Gilligan the star is the, of the real show. star. Uh, you're he's right. the real deal. No, it's the skipper. But who's you the guys? eye candy? Uh, Marianne. Let's face it. Uh, now, okay, okay, what? Uh, now, there's like some uh, TV themes. I know the one from Friends was actually got into like the. Uh, now, sorry. Well, I, there, there's more about Gilligan's Island. Oh, okay. Do, do you want to? <laughs> well, continue. So then, With there's the, the theme song, 
But then there's also, um, they, there were two cartoons that had their own theme songs. This is how weird this gets. I always had issues with this show, just like... The, um, the Gilligan's Planet. Do you guys remember Gilligan's Planet? Okay, here we go. I bet it's very disorganized. Well, this is an animated show. We've got a brand new story about the castaways. We left our tiny island. Right, well, that's... I'm talking about how weird these cartoons got. They were the, the, so strange. Was everyone on acid at this point? What was going on? At this point, Gilligan's Planet. It has no relation to the song. How are they breathing? The spaceship's made out of wood. Right. <laughs> and cartoon, I don't, I, Sean. I don't, I don't think know that how kids, to tell you this. I, uh, yeah. Well, what I love it's is a, that... It's a fantasy universe. What I love is at the end, Don Wells does both Ginger and Marianne. They didn't want the original and both, Ginger. Both of us want to do both Ginger and Marianne. Well, that, that makes up for the time she was well done. That's right. Oh, Tino, it's aliens. It's a strange, enchanting place. Adventures are the yeah, best this is amazing. Far. Here on Gilligan's Dark Planet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose it's a good gig for them. Horrible. They just had to show up. And oh, yeah. Just, and, and oh, yeah, yeah. Just reading off some sheets. But, but I, I did love that show as a child. I and always the thought it was... I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't take it. Just, they, they couldn't just, take it. How what do you mean you couldn't take why it? Why would they just... Wouldn't you eventually just kill Gilligan? Okay, but Just I, in the sense that like, he just fucks up. Every he fucked up for a month, every opportunity to get off the island, you'd just be like, dude, you're just not going to be here anymore. We're going to okay. eat you, and then we're going to get back to getting off Can this island. Can I guy. say something in defense? We're going to get back into defense trying to get off this piece of shit. In defense of Gilligan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, when you listen to Gilligan. the actual, like if you Fisher. listen to the good theme song, the, sure. the one that we all know, right? They talk about that. If it wasn't <laughs> for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. They owe their lives to Gilligan. That's why. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, but it's sort of like someone you know, if you're in a catac- catatonic state, or you're like Terry Schiavo, yep. and you just insist on them living. And maybe you should just do the right thing and pull right. the plug. Like maybe, wouldn't you rather die at sea than you know live for seven seasons uh, on Gilligan's Island? No, they had Gilligan's good shit on that island. Fun. Radio that was a fun and island. People that, visit that, all the Marianne time. Marianne and Ginger, <laughs> celebrities show up. Marianne and Ginger, you going down to the, the washing hole again? <laughs> I'll be going a different direction. You know wink, what was wink. weird is that I, when I was a kid, I was always like, Mrs. Howell is so old. Oh. And while I was watching the thing today, I was like, hey, I say hot Mrs. For a second. Mrs. Howell's kind of hot, actually. Oh. <laughs> Would you fuck Mrs. Howell? You'd have to do it gently. I think you need to take a Mrs. Howell Scott. was voting for Rob Ford. Remember you guys said that you like Candy hey, Crowley? Hey, get off her. <laughs> get off her. She's an, <laughs> an elegant older She's an elegant older lady, but she's very well put together. Yeah. All right, so I'm done talking about Gilligan's Island. No, that was, that's probably one of the biggest theme songs. I don't know. But I, could, also... I, I couldn't take that one. But you know what's funny is, uh, the, and another show that I could never stand that a lot of people liked was uh, Mash. Me too. I, I hated see you, buddy. Mash. I'm with you. I don't. I never liked the Mash. It was the, uh, the uh, Mash. Yep, as my mom calls it, the Mash. <laughs> I'm watching the Mash. Call back later <laughs> on the telephone. <laughs> well, I like the movie Mash. The movie Mash was was. was I like the Monster it, Mash. It, it, the Monster Mash. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I like Mash potatoes. Boris Pickett before hey. I got to that joke. One of us <laughs> going there and it was going to be me <laughs> yeah. we all knew it right yeah. okay. well, I was like how am I going to get the monster I listen to the show so I know how corny I am <laughs> yeah. well, but that actually is a good theme song though the, the original song is a well, good song well the suicide song. is painless but who's yeah. going to start off their TV show with suicide is painless oh. 
channel flip. Do you want to play the theme from MASH now? Oh, that would be sure. the channel flip. As soon as you see that helicopter. Or do you want to hear the original? Uh, I don't want to hear the original. Well, this is TV. I sure we're short oh, singing yeah, it. It's, it's a color show. Rather hear yes, I know the theme to MASH. The theme to MASH. The theme now, to it is MASH. A Are there lyrics? DJ MP3 over here. But this would be the, the when I see the helicopter coming over the horizon and the song start, that'd be channel flip when I was a kid. It was just too like sad. Well, the th- there's. Company was on at the same time. There's two moments that I remember. Yeah, then that's when they were showing it in the afternoons. The uh, here's the theme. To it finish. is a depressing theme song. Well, Why so- is this depressing theme song the song from one of the most successful sitcoms of all time? That's unusual. Well, because it's poignant. Well, it's, it's, it goes TV well with the, vi- the video. The TV but show the- came after the movie, and then they're gonna. The, I guess they're paying tribute to the movie by using the. But, but then they're like, a lot of other It's like slow. It's also like Mary Tyler Moore. A lot of shows had horns in that era, didn't they? A lot of TV shows themes had horns. Yeah. That kind of well, horn I think it. it was the same orchestras doing a lot of them. That's right. Yeah. Horn sections have really gotten screwed lately. The Brady. <laughs> it was. They did this one. They go, okay, next. Here's one for borax. Bum, 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 borax. <laughs> my issue, my issue, even as a kid growing up with the TV show Mash, was that uh, it. Uh, it was obvious that it didn't take place in a TV studio. I remember just breaking down TV shows like that, and yet there was a laugh track, and I knew it was a, and from a, what you'd think would be a studio audience, but I was like, there's no studio audience there. Where are these laughs coming from? Exactly. Because they always were... They always but they did in their final season take out the laugh track. No, well, no, they always took out the laugh track when uh, in the operating rooms, right. like when they were actually in the in the medical and the med. Tents. But they did eventually cut it out completely. Yeah, Near I the don't end. care about that. You guys are thinking, is, kids. I did, if I heard the laughs, I just go, "Hey, I'm laughing too with these people." <laughs> You're like, "Wait a second. <laughs> no, but I remember just thinking, like, there's no studio audience there, right? And so these laughs are fake. They're phony. Why don't they just? Right. Why do they even have this show with a laugh track in the first place? And I don't like the show fuck mash well i liked it when it was on i watched it all the time I but never, I, I watched I it recently it. and it really did not age well oh. and i noticed that all of ellen alda's delivery is groucho marks right and if that gets annoying after a while, because i actually don't i don't think i like hawkeye pierce i don't yeah. like that guy and he's the star of the show. Sean's thinking that Winchester's getting a bum rap. <laughs> I respect that man. Huh? Hey, actually, there was some. Uh, there was a poignant episode with Winchester once, where a guy lost his right hand, oh. and he was a concert pianist. Oh. And then Winchester came and bought him music written just for left-handed uh, pianists. So I can relate to that because I'm a piano player. So I always, I, I just, whenever I hear the word pianist, I always see that's the same old mash. It makes you sad and cry. <laughs> That song is like. I, know, I just brought the room down. Sorry, I, if everyone. that song was called like <laughs> "Candy Floss Balloons and uh, Puppy Dogs," that makes sense. But it sounds like it is. What suicide. about what about this one? Does this put you in a good mood? Yes, it better. Let's see. That was supposed to just start immediately after. Oh, here we go. Ah. That, 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 that puts a smile on my face. I always remember the closing credits went so fast on the Jeffersons. Right. Like, for, you know, when it was just a, the chick going doing the... <laughs> but it was a weird... It was just a video of them arriving high. at the apartment, right? Yeah. It was weird. It's actually a, a badly shot open. Yeah, it seems like a handheld. <laughs> like someone from the family did it. Hey, hey, cousin uh, Frankie, come over here with the camera. Some, There's one shot hey. from like a park. Hey, shaky hands. Yeah, it's like they're behind a park filming the truck. 
And I was like, that's a weird, I was just thinking to say, that's a weird shot. But I guess that was the Norman Lear, it was sort of like realistic, trying to get it to be more realistic view of life, right? Isn't that like the Norman Lear movies were sort of, Norman Lear comedies were sort of Yeah, like, All in the Family well, starts like that. Yeah. Too. Well, that's good. George Jefferson started out on All in the Family. Right. right. And he spun off it's to the spin-off. Jeffersons. And, yeah. and the whole spinoff was he's going, yeah. Archie Bunker stays where he is, and he's going up, moving up, up to the east side. East side, yeah. They deluxe apartments. I always thought deluxe apartments are condos. We call condos now, right? Yeah. A deluxe apartment. That's not, not that great. Well, you know what's I got an apartment. A I, deluxe I apartment. What do you got? Extra be, couch? No, I always thought that to me was like if you move to New York, it's the Jefferson's apartment. That's what I thought. That's for yeah, when I envisioned like one day I'll live in New York in an apartment, and I was like with the, the deluxe apartment in the sky. Like it's amazing. The step on his back affected me. I was like, yeah, you got to have a balcony with a view of the other buildings. That's city living, you know. The, uh, I remember there was an episode of Three's Company where they were all complaining about all oh, these new damn. They don't think they said damn, but they were like all oh, these condominiums that are moving into the neighborhood. Yeah, it was and, foreshadowing, man. And this uh, old man was on Which the episode. episode? Sorry, what was this Three's Company? Three's Company. That's Three's Company. Three's oh, company. Yeah. It's deep for Three's Company. Come and knock on my door. is new. Well, I, can I just for a second just mention that? Uh, no. Where the kisses are uh, in his. Oh, I see. There's two girls and a guy in this. Thank you, a theme song. How come so, no one's ever rebuilt the Regal Beagle the way it, like, uh, if I, Again, there's, I there's thought a Regal that's Beagle up on Blue like. Street. I thought, oh, when I'm older, I'll go to bars like the Regal Beagle. Well, I'm always, <laughs> upset, I'm always upset there's not like a little thing of nuts on the bar. I always like, every bar should have nuts, a pair of nuts on the bar. My you favorite better go to the one bar and go, whoa, there's a pair of nuts I don't want in my mouth. And a, and a, and a, and a yes. hole and a hole in the bathroom. Listen to that guitar, baby. Yeah, that's funky. Yeah. Ow! But then there's always the, the orchestra behind it with the yeah. horns and the vibes. You can actually, if you, I, when I hear the song, I always imagine a recording booth, a guy and a girl with these giant ear, like, earphones singing into two different microphones. Are they Suzanne Summers and John Ritter? Yeah. <laughs> but this also, this is all, this theme also does kind of tell the story of the show itself, too. Yeah. I like that. I like the old He's theme. pretending he's gay. I like that they tell the story. <laughs> I like that they tell the story at the beginning. That's what I miss about theme songs. I like you know, that's the, the origins cool, that's of like the story. That's like the Gilligan's Island one. Brady yeah. Bunch is like exactly, Brady Bunch, here's exactly Sherwood, what happened. Sherwood Schwartz again. Yeah. yeah. Well, he wrote the staple it. Of the... Yeah, the guy who created the show is also writing the music. Then you get, Bar- you get like the classic one I love, is the, my favorite one of my favorites, Barney Miller. But there's no lyrics, just a sweet, so, sweet bass, man. Yeah, it's like, you know what, like, uh, saxophone. As a, as a kid, I remember watching Three's Company and then just being like, and and now you realize that uh, like Larry was always trying to get Jack into orgies and threesomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but like back then, you know, I would watch the show and then Larry would knock on the door and he'd be like, "Hey, Jack, the Elsa twins are downstairs." I'm like, oh. and, then, and then and then Jack was always like, "Larry, I can't. There's some other my plot. mom's over. Yeah, some there's other <laughs> some other for, yeah. crazy plot twist going on. The right owner now. of the chef school is over for and dinner. Now, and now I'm like, oh, fucking Jack turned down so many threesomes." Yeah. <laughs> Just an and orgy. And and I, didn't, I didn't realize it then, All because he has to, and he has to live in a platonic relationship with these two women who he's attracted to. He can't get another yeah. apartment, apparently, in the whole town. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the end, I think he likes being there. He wants to see Chrissy going back and forth to her room. Yeah, what her. kind of relationship? The two girls live in the one, one room with two beds, yeah. right? And he has the other room. 
What kind of, there could be no, that's not a sex life. Well, it's just them. And that, but it's, it was just amazing how much you're just willing to let just go over your head and you didn't even think about what was going on. It was a Mormon lesson underneath. Well, was More than one wife. No, I actually, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't realize even Jack was turning down the chance to fuck. I think it's a, it's a stupid show, but I think that there were, uh, it was pushing some boundaries. Like the fact that even though he was just pretending to be gay, that like no one was really talking, people weren't really talking about gay yeah, well, stuff. Yeah, Mr. Furley um, was a gen, well, I don't know if Mr. Furley was, was gay. Mr. Fur- no, he wasn't gay. Do you think he'd been through no, the whole but, scene but, and now he didn't trust anybody? No, but Mr. Furley was always the guy to be like, he'd always do the uh, sort of like, he'd do the like the hand. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. No, that, and no, he no, always that was Mr. Roper. Jacker, that was Tinko, no, Mr. Fucking Tinkerbell. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Roper did that too. Roper did that and Mr. Furley always did, did the. Uh, Oh really, Jack? Yeah. And then he'd do the he'd pout his lips oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. And, but but uh, they weren't never really hateful. They were just sort of mocking of gay stereotypes yeah. on that uh, show. It, that's what it looks like now. So you thought when the Elsa twins were coming over, they were going to go play cards? Well, I thought they were <laughs> you just going to hang what, out. I just didn't, oh, that's funny. No, oh, they're going to make cookies together. Well, I thought, oh, they're going to watch TV. But of course like, they're going to bang. Yeah, but, those, no, but as a nine-year-old kid, you don't know what really... I didn't I, know what I, fucking I, was. It was just... like now, yeah, really? Now, I did. But they never tried to do like, oh, Oh, here tonight a very yeah. important threes company. Like they never tried to like battle no, any real did. social issues. Is it, it even, even, uh, I'm not trying to really, think. Two No, a two parter. <laughs> like I said, a double penetration. I, I watched it a lot. So I, and then every Jack, once in a while, the but it never got right. serious though. Not really. No, it was about comedy. It was just about making people. But, laugh. but it also, was, it's it but even like the sort maybe of when the, Chrissy moved out. Well, she's got to move out. What in the, in the end? What's more interesting is what was going on behind the scenes. It's yeah. so bizarre. Did you ever watch the movie that Joyce DeWitt produced? Okay, about the behind Where's the scenes. The... <laughs> did you? Did you get back to the songs? Not, this okay, is not songs. Yeah. Joyce, well, the Joyce DeWitt. Uh, next week we're doing Joyce DeWitt a retrospective. Joyce um, DeWitt, we hardly knew you. Joyce Half DeWitt, do you remember that? Half DeWitt, half wit, yeah, nylons. Half well, well, and welcome back, Connor. Now, actually, oh. welcome back, Connor. Now, okay, now, honestly. Well, I have my story about that, this, okay. that time. Let's all talk about On Welcome SNL. Back, Connor. Obviously, we all have. But Welcome Back, Connor is like a pop. The, they're all popular themes, but it's always interesting to me. How many themes can you guys think of? That have actually crossed over into like, well, did you burn this CD? I did into pop culture. Into, into, into pop culture where you'd actually hear them on the radio, well, like the uh, theme, the the one, the theme from Friends. Another Dawson show that Creek, I always hate. Dawson Creek was a hit. The thing Tell is, me if the you song hate, from if you uh, hate the show, Ali McBeal. If you hate the show, it, it, welcome back. I I love Welcome Back, Cotter, and I love. I think this is one of the best songs ever. Really, it's a great, such a good, feel good song. See, what happened to that voice, that singing voice? Because I could do that voice. <laughs> It's like that's a, a popular voice. Early though. You can't, you can't 70s, get voice. late sixties so folk can you, singer. This is um, what's, what's this guy John Sebastian. Like, that's right. The theme I did that whole story about him on SNL, doing it live and then fucking it up and then having to start again. The theme from Cheers this is the like, song, everybody. The theme from Cheers was like yeah. incredibly popular. Yes, but you never hear it on the radio. Can you? No, think of it any was other? a hit single. It was a hit single. It was on the radio on yeah. AM AM radio. You yeah, top heard ten that song on the radio. Yeah, I did. I sure did. There's actually some commercial songs, songs that are in commercials are becoming popular hits too. Though. Yeah, well, well, there's no, a lot of bands that have to put their songs in commercials. Yeah, that's the only way to make money. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that you'd never like hear like jingles become like on the radio, like in uh, that movie. No, uh, well, what Tomorrow Man, or the Sandra Bullock movie, with, where they listen to jingles with the uh, Stallone. 
Demolition Man. Oh, okay. Thanks, Scott. You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> Thanks for the help, guys. It took a while to get there. Two guys with the computers couldn't fucking help me. Thanks. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> oh, took, yeah. it, that took a long time to get to who gives a shit. This is this. <laughs> but uh, you know what? This song. This song is really good. That is my thing. That is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> want to know something you don't want to care about? Hey, this story's gonna take a long time, and at the end, you won't give a fuck. All right, harmonica Welcome. solo. Yeah. Chico and the Man was a good song too. Well, and then Chico. Well, Freddie Fender. Freddie Fender. Do you want to play the theme from? Uh, let's do a Sanford and Son. Hey, I don't want to. He- I want to hear the end of this. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> she's like it over here. I'm into it. I'm, I'm emotionally connected to it. It's it is true. You know, the TV was a big part of my growing up, right? Of course. If you look at me, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> these songs are like uh, really. Uh, well, it's also it's a good friendship song too. Like so, it is. It's one of those songs. It's not necessarily. It's not about uh, you know falling in love with a girl mm. and all that, trying to figure her out. It's like about being with your buddies. It's like that song yeah. "Stand by Me." This is even more the poignant. King or uh, "Waiting on a Friend" by Rolling the, the, Stones. The Stones one too. I'd say this song is more poignant now to be older. You know. But it's it's kind of it's like one of those like hey I'm just hanging out with my buddies yeah my yeah. bros well it actually the sweat hogs from the pres- yeah. is it the students that are is that who is supposed to be singing it I always sort of pictured Barbarino and Epstein were the ones who were supposed to On be street singing, corner. singing yeah. this to their their or maybe teacher. Barbarino looking through a glory hole yeah reading that a Scientology is, magazine <laughs> through <laughs> a glory hole that was a really funny show the guy who played the principal was hilarious yes. if I watch that show now oh, Mr. Woodman it still makes me laugh it still makes me it laugh. still makes you laugh. Yeah, Three's Company has aged badly, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I've, every once in a while, I return to Three's Company, and I realize, wow, this this is really bad. But <laughs> you think just writing has gotten better in sitcoms, or just joke telling has um, gotten better? Yeah, there's some really great writing in sitcoms. No, but I mean, I guess is that taste, what it is? Tastes have changed, right? People like different kind of comedy. Then it was like very wacky, very you know. But it's just even like innuendo. Just, even the amount of jokes that like goes on in one minute, because they say a, a sitcom script is like three mm-hmm. three jokes a page. And if you watch it now, basically almost every single line is is a joke. Yeah. And rarely, it's. I mean, it's. It takes a while to get to wherever the story people's arc attention is. spans are getting fucking shorter. But that's why kind of each joke is a, like a bang bang. I, bang. I remember when I would uh, watch the Jeffersons. I remember as a child analyzing that everything was a. So you guys are thinking, kids. I was watching no, but the jokes, just in terms Bye. of jokes. I see Chrissy's everything nipples. Everything is a setup. <laughs> And that every second line is a is uh, yeah. is the joke, right. and usually it's George Jefferson who's the one that delivers. Everything's right. a setup for him. Shut up, to please. Tell the joke. Yeah, ev- everything <laughs> it just said, sometimes sometimes uh, Florence gets the the better of yeah. of George though. Which so I, you're, you're, it was you really analyzed stuff in your kid. I just watched. I love the Jeffersons. I mean, I would go home every. Uh, He's walking on that guy's back. Every day I would Thank watch you. the Jeffersons at lunch hour. I'd go home, watch the Jeffersons, eat lunch, yeah. and then go back to school. That's what. Sometimes I don't want to watch it because I get you know too nostalgic. Sometimes I hear these theme songs. I saw like, oh, I saw God. the intro to the Jeffersons when I was out east, and yeah, it is that shaky camera. It does, and then I tried to watch a bit of the actual show, and it really does not of the Jeffersons. Yeah, but it's fun no, to watch it in, in a nostalgic way. Though. It, no, I don't. It does not. Hold, no, it, it does work. so. No, it was really bad. Is Sanford and Son? The Lamont is a horrible actor. <laughs> like, <laughs> what about Rollo? Yeah. He's oh, by, by the way, the don't theme, fuck with Rollo. We didn't get, now we were back at the Jeffersons. I and wanted Grady, to say fucking Grady. That the, <laughs> don't fuck with Rollo. That's my shirt. Don't fuck with Rollo. I want Rollo to say, lives. They'll be available through our iTunes. <laughs> don't fuck with Rollo. The and, woman who sang the Jeffersons theme song and wrote it was Jeanette Janet Dubois from yes. Good Times. And uh, also the other guy who wrote it with her 
is the guy who wrote to do run run. So that's why it's such a good song. I mean, it was like don't get me really, started on Sean Cassidy. That's really a really great song. Right? Well, the original do do run male teen heartthrobs that you liked. <laughs> but I mean, it was written by people that had like the guy was just a hit maker, right? So that, you think like it's such a good song. Yeah. Why is it so good? Well, it's so good because one of the best songwriters. And he and just happened to focus on fantastic TV performer shows from uh, Good Times sang it and wrote it with him. And that's why it's so good. It's because they were like uh, the best people at that job that could do that. A couple of other ones that. Oh, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say, the, uh, do you want to uh, do up a bit of uh, Sanford and Son? Because this was actually Sanford and Son was. That's uh, a really not recognizable. And Red Fox used to use it as his uh, intro. His intro, yeah. The, um, There's a story. Do you know that? You know that story about his intro? Well, coming out and there's like 15 people yeah. there. He goes, oh, I love all people in bed that are here in the audience. Yeah. Fuck you. Good night. <laughs> Well yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, they play the theme as he's getting to the middle of the stage. A live like band have to be there. To, like, not the, not the, he do a show at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's one thing. But to have a, a band that's there at 3 o'clock in the morning to play you on, that's pretty impressive. Okay. But Quincy Jones did the uh, theme to uh, the Sanford and Son. We'll have to get into also, the family ties and growing pains uh, Quincy in our Jones. genre was also the producer of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which also has a classic yep. storytelling beginning of here's the origins. Of but it was very story. much like his, uh, his songs were the yeah. same style. Parents of, don't just, just yeah, don't I mean, understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, he might, didn't he write, did he write the theme for uh, the Will Smith? I'm not sure. The Will uh, Smith. That's had a good there. question. Uh, researcher. Yeah. Uh, just, okay, Sanford and Son. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what else is a great theme song? Is, uh, oh, here comes MIA uses this in one of her songs. You know MIA? Of course not. Uh, no. Bum, 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 bum. The she movie with Chuck Norris? You know what? Because uh, Buster Rhymes sampled the theme to Knight Rider, which is still a fucking awesome theme. That's a good oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The show is horrible. Yeah. But if, if I Every theme I like so many theme songs. It's hard to mix so I was going through theme. them all. I fucking like all of them. It was like whenever I hear the theme to the Knight Rider, I immediately want to start skulking around yeah. and like and just playing all stealth and yeah. ninja-like. I've got some hip-hop songs like Michael Knight. The I story of a man who does not... Exists. There you go. That's a, that's a talking one. That's a different Let me one. find the Wyclef. Well, I have a Wyclef Sean version of it. Well, and I, and, and I have no idea who that man is. And the A-Team is the, uh, it, oh. it tells the whole story. Join. Love Boat. Oh, I love this movie. Uh, show. This movie. Paul Williams. It was the, this, uh, Fantasy Island and the... this, right? Love Boat and then Fantasy Island beyond after this. Yes. Exciting and new. Oh, Dave's going oh, no, <laughs> to join in or cut us all off. And we're we're expecting that. you. I love dope. Oh, Life's sweetest reward. That's the parody. Oh. I love dope. Soon I'll be smoking another joint. <laughs> Something blah, blah, blah. Paul Williams did the uh, theme to Love Boat. Did he? And I remember Love Boat. I watched Love Boat when I was a kid, too. I didn't really I understand love, the whole... Uh, love Boat. Oh, they're going back to their cabin. I didn't think they're going to their cabin to Did you fuck. think... Oh, you had a very innocent mind. I'm surprised. Do you think the captain's daughter was hot? When did you get corrupted? <laughs> uh, I'd say like 16, 16? So you were 15. sort of innocent. Well, I wouldn't say I was innocent. I just didn't... Ima- I didn't... I think you're looking back on... I think you think that you were a lot smarter when you were a kid to think that, like, oh, Jack's giving up on a threesome. And no, I, knew, I not, thought so. Well, you, I don't even you really, know if I... Did you know I, that Jack was going to go off and... There's going to be nudity involved. I knew that. Yeah, I knew he was going to have sex. Yeah, I think maybe I, I knew. Maybe yeah. not. How, how old are you? 
I don't want to talk. No, about no, no, no. Well, yeah. that, that makes a difference. If you were ten years older than I was, then so you're watching Love Boat. They're going. We're going to go back to our cabin. Dave's like, oh, they're going to have dinner in bed tonight. I, they're going to order movies on the I, TV. I don't even find, think I thought of what they were going to. I do. love it. No, I like that <laughs> idea. Yeah. It's a little cute little Dave going. Mommy. But I, wa- I was allowed to watch that show, and then the theme and the the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. I remember my parents. They uh, that's one. That's they one did. Okay, I gotta be honest. That's one song. You just said that. I can't. I can't think of it how it goes now. Maybe just the good old oh, boys. Waylon Jennings. Stupid. Stupid. Waylon Jennings played the balladeer. Yeah. But um, the the Dukes of Hazard was one show that my parents wouldn't allow me to watch anymore because uh, I started using the word "ain't" in like uh, <laughs> in in my regular everyday yeah. uh, conversation. Right. Call my dad, boss. Oh, hog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would like jump into the car through the window, uh, and, and so they wouldn't allow me to watch the Dukes of Hazard anymore. Can I oh. uh, talk about a theme song? I like the theme songs. Uh, this one is similar to the Incredible Hulk theme, where they would tell a story underneath music that was sort of a, a beautiful uh, '70s sort of love song. So here's an example of one of my favorites. In the year 1987, oh my God. NASA launched the last of America's deep space probes. That's pretty close. Aboard this compact starship, a lone <laughs> astronaut, Captain William Buck Rogers, was to experience cosmic forces beyond all comprehension. In a free <laughs> or maybe just didn't have a good imagination. That saves us from actually looking things up. <laughs> Ranger 3 was blown out of its planned trajectory. Oh, he's going. It kind of looks like Quantum Leap. Yeah. Quantum Leap was another show that had a popular theme. So then this part that's coming up is from a love song from the pilot that they've done an orchestrated version of. 2491. They'll never get there. Gil Gerard. Dude, that, that's the thing about 70s shows, that they never really advanced the hair. No. Like, they all still have, like, <laughs> 70s hair. Oh, she was hot. Aaron Gray. I love you, Aaron Gray. <laughs> Wherever you are. Oh, and the guy looks like, uh, what's his name? What's it? Oh, he looks like, um... He played the fly in the fly. I didn't want uh, Jeff Goldblum. Hyde White. He was in Let's Make Love with Marilyn Monroe. He made love slowly to her um, on his walker. So they, I, I, if you guys want, Chips. Uh, there are other versions of that. There's the movie version, which is the theme. It's a longer version of that, no. and it's the theme song. We'll do that one on we'll obsessive. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that obsessive on, on, compulsiveness on but, but, you know, show. On <laughs> Incredible Hulk on movie themes. Oh, it was Incredible similar. Hulk, Incredible the, Hulk. The right? end credits of Incredible Hulk make me cry every time. Really? Well, the walking right. away credits. No, what? Reminds me of anyway. I was not talking hey, about that. Do we have that on the disc? It's not on. It's not Reminds me of watching TV with my family, like, and then that we always watch the Incredible Hulk every well, night. Will it upset you if we play it? No, no, that's good. Do you have the walking but, away theme to the Incredible? No, I don't want to play. Guy, I don't want to play the one that will make him cry. The Family, well, no, the family Guy did it. No, I don't want to make, make him cry. The no. Family Guy. No, stop it. <laughs> the Family Guy did it one time with Stewie, and that right. was like that was like oh my god, my oh, it's just touching. What's that? What key is that, Sean? It's a sad piano. It is. It's a sad D D minor. I like when they tell the story. They told the story a lot back then. Yeah, they wanted you to know what was going on. That's the same machinery we have in hospitals today. Which is sad. This is really similar to uh, the Buck Rogers. The way this is the, this is the theme for the Incredible Hulk. He gets mad, changes the tire. Remember that? Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby's come up on this show before. The Elvis taste. He's still dead. Is he? He did die, didn't he? Yeah, he did die. Or is he still alive? With Hulkism, Elvis? I think we call it now. Listen, I spoke to Bill Bixby yesterday. <laughs> oh, here he is. Hi, it's, <laughs> just, it's just a Jesse. I never know. You don't. 
We should say um, while we're watching this, uh, whoa, big explosion. Jack Colvin. And Scott McCricket as Beefy Man 1. <laughs> I used to love this. We're recording today in the lovely front foyer of the uh, That's right. Dominion Pub. We can actually hear the streetcars today. It's kind of nice. nice. It's the windows. I like the windows. Yeah. Natural light. That's not bad. Dave is uh, smoking. I think he's a park vampire. He can't be in this kind of light. <laughs> David Bru- uh, David See, I uh, always thought David it was Brenner. weird that they changed David Speaking of changing names. Okay, why in the comic is he Bruce Banner and why in this is he David Banner? I think I think uh well Bruce Banner was the one yeah, for the one from the comic comic book. Yeah. But um Let's ask a nerd. Stan Lee always liked to have his comic book characters with the, where the first and last name both started with the same letter. Like Peter Parker Bruce Banner. Most so why in the show is he David Banner? I think because they thought that the name Bruce was too gay. No. I heard that once. Or, or I made it up. I can't tell. My name's Bruce, then I turn into a Hulk. <laughs> okay, so we've done, uh, we, okay, we've done some... Uh, okay, is that so a bad we, voice to do these days? This actually, I find, is one of the most rocking... Uh, we have to do each other. Oh, <laughs> Very much like Alice. This was another lunchtime half-hour comedy I would watch. Right. The show The Jeffersons all was pretty hot too. And, the sh- and, and the I was watching really? Bonnie Franklin. What about oh. Valerie Burton? Well, at the Bonnie, time, Bonnie the, Franklin had the camel toe going on. I love Valerie Burton Alley. Oh my god! Every show had a camel toe. I nipples. still love Valerie camel toe. Burton. Really? When I, I remember all the sitcoms they had camel toe or nipples. Remember that show Camel Toe or Nipples? That was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Female cops on the beat. Patent pending. I like that one. Every show What's I have a pending moment. This another uh, Norman Lear. Bikini, bikini cops. Great. Norman Lear really knew how to <laughs> how to put together a sitcom. Yeah. Oh, they're great writers. Yeah. And they had a big staff, too. Did they? <laughs> yeah. I don't know very much. Right, they had writing rooms. I, don't, I, I watched don't know. all those shows. Though. I wouldn't know. I've never been on one. <laughs> um... But I, I like that one because that, that was just a, a peppy song. It doesn't tell you really anything about the uh, story, or, or, or it's right. just a good song. A lot of the, uh, the the cop shows and even like X Files, they don't have uh, there's no lyrics. It's just the uh, it's just the music. Yeah. Like yeah. the X Files never had lyrics to it. Oh, yeah. I used to have the single. And the actor in this one was the same as uh, Dantana. And, and played the, Dantana, I, the porno parody in uh, Vegas. What was his actor name? Robert. Robert. Uh, Robert Yurk. Thanks, Electric John. Electric John, everybody. Always saving our ass. Supplying us with beverages. Hey, John. Uh, we should. I, I'd like to. What be something to. What would you it's recommend food wise? I mean, you could release oh, yeah, this today and people would be like, ah, that's a funky tune. You can loop, if you loop this in a song now and has some other rap over it. Yeah, it'd be uh, oh, yeah I'm, I'm sure it's happened. Panini. Well, there was What's the movie, like? right? So the movie had. A, oh, okay. Yeah. I think that yeah. had a hip hop version. Yeah. I'll have that. With fries or salad? But the movie was terrible. Fries. Yeah, the movie they ruined the soundtrack too. Yeah. Took it and ruined it. They could have just used this. It's still so cool. The theme in the after the movie. Yeah, I used to have this on 45. The B-side was the same thing. Theme from SWAT. B-side. But theme it's, from SWAT. It's just it's just funny with like a lot of the like the sitcoms, they have to tell you the story and uh, and some of the more campy action ones like Charlie's Angels and even Wonder Woman, Love Boat. Some of those shows like the themes are still good, but they have to tell you the whole about the whole story. It's like Law and Order, X-Files and even like Miami Vice, SWAT, Beretta, Streets of San Francisco. Barnaby Jones, like all those are just really cool instrumentals. Yeah, but the, but it would show you the action 
I think the action-based ones you just like. You watch it for the action. Yeah, they don't have to. Oh. Well, they I don't think have to it explain also themselves. just went out of fashion a little bit to tell the story. Like, I think people just... No, started... but all these shows were on at the same time. No, I know, but I'm talking about today. I think people well. don't really tell... I mean, I can't claim to have watched everything. Well, what about the Big Bang Theory? They well, have, like, actually, that... I'm sorry. I'm ignorant about that. I haven't ever watched it. Well, I, I, you know the theme. I don't know the theme. But you then think the... about something like Married with Children, where they just used a famous song already, or um, Bosom yeah. Buddies, where they used My Life by Billy Oh, I want to mention that. That was my thing to mention. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, Sean. So, oh, let's you. talk about My Life. I love that, My Life. I'm a big Billy okay, Joel Okay, but we fan. should go through some... Hey, we'll go about... back to some of these. Okay. What about this? Can we? Yes. Do you guys like this song? I love the song. I love the Joel. I love the, Joel. The Joel. Do you love Joel? Do you hate Joel? Oh I, no, no! I'm a huge yeah. Billy Joel fan. I've seen Billy Joel in concert twice. But now, when they show the reruns, they don't play the song. What do they play? They some uh, the reruns of Bosom Buddies. Yeah, there. I've seen them where. Um, Comedy Gold, or, been, or but they don't use the, this song anymore. They don't have the. They I'm lost sure the rights to use this yeah. song. It's like I'm talking Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. They use War Pigs now. <laughs> you know what ruined? I'll tell you. You know Jerry what ruined? Gathered in the masses. <laughs> That's so strange. Billy Joel was a rough dude, man. So this was the this was the um, this was the theme to Bosom Buddies. Yeah, right. Yeah. Tom Hanks, Peter Scolari. Now, 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 what was the, the great? Pre- what the was, great the, Peter what was the premise to Bosom Buddies? It was sort of like Some Like It Hot. It was two guys that couldn't find an apartment, so they right. decided that they would dress up as women. To live in an all-women-only apartment. all-women-only apartment. Because the rent was cheaper? Yeah. The rent was cheaper. Because couldn't find anywhere else to live. And there were all these girls walking around yeah. in their underwear. Sort of like Freeze uh-huh, Company. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it was like private school or like, you know. Yeah, private. There's a lot of comedies. I think it all comes from uh, some like. And they, w- they work for like an advertising agency, like a creative department. That's or, right. Yeah. And they wow. still couldn't afford to find a place to live. No, that's it was weird. Like a small one or whatever. Do you guys have any issue with like if you love the theme to a show, but you don't necessarily like the show? I mean, someone could like the theme to the Big Bang Theory, but hate the Big Bang Theory, which, quite honestly, I was. I think that show actually works better as a radio show than an think- actual show, like a. I can't stand watching the sitcom, but I was working on my computer while I was out east in Halifax, and that show was on TV in the background, so I was just listening to the audio. And I was like, you know what? Audio-wise, this show is pretty funny, but like just watching it, just because I find the characters so unrealistic, it just the show just doesn't work for me. The one show comes to mind when you say that is uh, Littlest Hobo. I think I love the theme song, but I watch the show. It's like, ugh. you know what? That show is yeah. a great show to watch when There's you're a, when you're hungover. There's a dog because it's in the so truck. simple and oh, so yeah. stupid and cute, and a lot of track yeah. shots of the dog just go walking places. That's <laughs> actually that's two of one of. Uh, I don't have it here, but we should uh, we should let's can we play a little bit of? Uh, we'll just I'll, I'll insert well, a little bit of hobo. A little well, little it's a uh, okay, yeah. You want to play a little bit of hobo all night long? And by the way, I should mention uh, maybe for a video aspect to the show. I once uh, had this idea, I don't know where I got it from, to take theme songs from shows and then put them to other shows. Right. Um, so we, have, we did videos of uh, about four or five shows uh, where we took the theme song and replaced it with a uh, Let's show. do this. Oh, oh, here you go. I t- and I tried to do that today with the Dexter theme and one from a chorus line. Yeah. Because every time I watch Dexter, I, I'm like... This is one from a chorus line. So I tried to mash them up today. It didn't exactly work. Show. <laughs> Kevin McDonald, who, who you did shut up the song playing. This one's mail order pride. They did our, our topics. 
they, they did take I never up, watched they, they Martin Logger, that's your Canadian boy. There's a lot of um, Canadian actors that you see in here when they're younger. It's sort of interesting in that respect. This, this show has actually picked up a following over in Europe because it's Cause so it's, dopey. Yeah, and in Europe there's no a lot of talking. It's a lot of like right. dog, you know, what? Dog bark, bark, bark. But it's Timmy's so, in the well. It's, it's so park. Canadian, yeah. It's, it's like a Canadian last... A hiker broke his leg. It's Terry Thanks, Bush. Boy. It's Terry Bush who does the theme for that song. Also a good porn name. Uh, <laughs> a good lady porn for name. Either. Now, I have... Okay, there's two song, There's two shows that I never watched, I was never a fan of, but I do love the theme songs to them. Uh, one is... Can you play a 41? Yes, I can. 41. Is the uh, the show the Waltons? Oh, I hate this show. I know, but I don't. But you gotta love the theme. I hate it. Here's no, the theme. I don't love it. I hate all of it. Yeah, you found my weak spot. How can you I not? How can you not feel good listening to this? No, I don't. This so. song is like a sunny day. I'm like, is, it, is, this, is this really all that's on TV right now? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but but see, I'm separating it. I like the music, but I don't like no, the show. I don't like the music. Yeah, you don't Dave, like the music. Dave loves trumpet and guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Just it sounds like one long fart. Like French movies. horns. Too many French horns in all. Good night, John Boy. Themes. But I like this. Uh, I like this theme. I don't know the show, and I've never tried to like it. There's other theme songs like Doctor Snuggles and Green Dr. Forest. Snuggles. Really, or, uh, the Green oh, Forest. You know Polka Dot Door. These are all ones that hit my Jeremy. A bear called Jeremy. Like these are just too many to really to, to list. That's what I think we're having trouble with here. Here, uh, okay, um, okay, can you play uh, the 54? The no, bar 54, I, the 54. Where are you? Club 54, where are you? <laughs> Club 54, Club 54 <laughs> where are you? <laughs> now, you're starting from the beginning again. Let's go back to the beginning there. What's, I don't know this one. Oh, Barnaby Jones. Yeah, but this is a, okay. this is a super spy movie. It would be still good today. Mission Impossible. The new ones were like pretty much this kind of stuff, right? But this fucking song, this, this yeah. song rocks. This, this goes on. This is like t- timeless. This would but, still but this be cool. Is, but, if yeah. you this in a movie, everyone would be like, "That's so hip." But think our theme song. Oh, <laughs> but it's like, no, you hear this song, and I, I, I never watched the show, but I love this song. Rocks, as far as a uh, song goes. As far as a song, when it comes to songs, something's gonna happen. It's gonna be cool. So, do you want to? Why don't we uh, do a little bit of fifty-eight? Uh, a little bit of 58. A little bit of Monica. The A-Team. I hated that show. I love that movie. There's another intro. I know. They love this, it. This tells the, the whole story. Do you know what the, you know what the joke about this was when I was in grade 6? It's called the gay team. It still works. The gay team. I know. It still works. Oh, and Hannibal was hand on balls. Nothing's wrong with that. you got to add that now. I like the theme that Hannibal... Because uh, it, it's always a big thing. The theme It makes my cat upset. Uh, my cat's ears go. She looks, her eyes, she looks like Mr. Furley. Her face all screwed up. I wish you could see this. Sean's cat impressions is. I was there. Do you guys like impressions? No, Jamil cool. always says that she looks like Simon Mr. and Simon. Oh Mr. my god. Furley. It goes on. Yes, I go. These are good songs. But this was like a. Well, I don't know if this. L.A. Law. I never watched. Saint Elsewhere. This is like a, they have that theme. But he. What um, was soap? Did you have soap on there? No, no, not soap. Soap was, a, soap. soap was another show that, that told the whole story. Yeah. About. Uh, good times, of course. Laverne and Shirley. That's kind of a 
I like the show better than those. Some of, some of these songs were, were hits. Yeah. You know, they were. Yeah, but but actually, like, I'm talking well, about, like, WKRP genuine. in Cincinnati, we mentioned that. We but, but none of those songs, they were catchy, but they didn't get radio play. No, they did get radio play. I Taxi, don't know. Cheers, the theme to Cheers, it, it got radio no, play. No, it didn't. Okay, what is the name of it? <laughs> it did. <laughs> You shut up. No, you would never just listen to the radio. I'm saying, like, the, that song by the Rembrandts, the theme from Friends, that got radio play. But, I mean, like, you wouldn't just be listening to the radio and they would, like, between, like, one pop song and another pop song, they wouldn't just start playing the theme to, to Cheers. Yeah. Well, I guess Dawson's Creek, whatever that one is, that was a... I don't want to wait. That one? Yeah. Yes, I don't want to wait. But that was a song oh, before... Shirt, that was a song a, before... Dawson's Creek shirt on underneath his other shirts. But that was a song before it was the themed. Right, right. So that's, that's a yeah, song first. That. Okay, which I thought was a pretty funny. If you were just so, it the was police uh, nominated for an Emmy award. What was cheer? Uh, the Cheers theme. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying it never. I don't believe you when you there, say it got there ra- was radio a, play. A, a single version that was recorded. Right, and uh, it was released as a song. Actually, easy they, listening for that. Uh, for the the theme to Friends, they actually wrote another verse so it could get regular yeah, radio they would, play. Yeah, they have. They would have to make a longer version of the song, and then release that as a single. That's what they did with a uh, "Believe It or Not" and uh, the Hill Street Blues theme. They would do a three-minute version of the song. You know, usually add some sort of instrumental, and uh, and then they would release that. And those songs, the Greatest American Hero theme, was a chart-topping song. Yeah, that was. No, I remember that. And actually, the I remember the TV show uh, Crime Story used the Del Shannon song "Runaway." And it's always actually funny when like a, a TV show will use an old song, and then the old song becomes a hit. Because I mean that that uh, that song "Runaway" by Del Shannon. Uh, what was based, that? What show was that? That was a crime story. As I walk along, I wonder. No, I know the song. What what show is it from? Crime Story. But then, actually, that was what was interesting about that is that they got a guy to to just... Who's the guy's name? The guy after that. (laughs) He just died, didn't he? Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I don't... I don't know, but I, what I do know is that they rewrote a little bit of the original song uh, just so they can screw Del Shannon out of some money. Well, and the, I guess the shame of, like, it's not so much a theme song, but it's in the sort of theme of what we're talking about is the songs on DVD releases and how they, like you're saying, how the reruns, they can't afford to, they don't have the rights to the songs. For my life. For my, my life. But then also WKRP, when it was released in DVD, I think we maybe mentioned this too before, is that all the songs that we used to play, the real songs they played on the show, they don't have the rights to, so they have these like you know. Oh, guitar, that ruins yeah. it. That know, would ruin it. Ruined it. the whole thing. Apparently, it's horrible. That ruins the whole show. Well, there's someone at the Comedy Network that has like the original WKRP because I remember they they were showing the original WKRPs with the original music yeah. for a while on the Comedy Network, and now I love Lonnie Anderson. Oh, and we all had. Uh, Everyone loved Lonnie Anderson. We've all made a sock stiff. <laughs> I have. 
It's funny how all these shows, very all, but these shows always had that one woman who was really hot, and that would well, attract the male viewers. Well, right, right. and hetero, then there was the second. Viewers. I think there was the. I think both those about both Gilligan's Island and WKRP because there was like um, um, there was Ginger, and then there was Lonnie Anderson. Uh, Jennifer, but and then, but, was but wait, 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 wait. I'm, what, I'm, the point that I'm getting to is that then there was Marianne, and then there was Bailey Quarters. Yes. So yeah. there, so then you could always imagine yourself if I worked there, I would admire Lonnie Anderson, Jennifer, Jennifer Marlowe, and then I could probably get Bailey Quarters. So that's how I think that shows how the shows tried to level each other off. Don't but you think so? Because I think if you mod. were if you were on the island, yeah, you'd fuck. But mod. I think that the mistake on <laughs> no, but but see on on Gilligan's Oh, Island, that's good. Keep is doing that. How, that. You, is that how you're gonna fuck me? Oh. The uh, no uh, on uh, on Gilligan's Island, you'd be like, oh, I'd love to fuck Ginger, but I can probably get Marianne. I I think that's the mistake with Gilligan's Island. I'm definitely the skipper. I think that <laughs> twice. I think it actually what I heard. Doggy the skipper was something you never heard on the island. I have an actual fact here that Marianne Sorry. got more fan mail from male viewers. Yeah, than because she, she, I think, because she looked more obtainable. Obtainable. No, she was hotter. Come on. She, no, she I don't know if she hotter. was hotter. Hotter. Definitely. She was the girl next door. She, she had girl next door hot. She Mary. Uh, and she looked through at the window. <laughs> See, on, I agree with you on WTRP. You'd, you'd steal the pie that was left but on I the. Think uh, that, uh, but I think Lonnie Anderson was the hotter woman, yeah. and Bailey was still hot, but. I know, but but see, that's more attainable. But in, I think they made a mistake on the, Gilligan's Island. I think that the the girl who's the girl next door is actually much better looking than the woman who's Ginger? supposed to be the. Yeah. So let's explain. No, but, Cheers, then. Who Carla wasn't? She wasn't yeah. the Marianne of the situation. Well, everyone thought they could fuck Carla in the storage unit yeah, or right. something like that, or in the janitor's oh, closet. Oh, yeah, gross. you'd fuck Carla in the janitor's closet. Ooh. But can you imagine her and uh, her and both very talented, by the way, actors. Her and her husband. They Shelley got, Long, I never thought they was got back attractive. together. But well, she's a second city woman. You know, handsome. <laughs> what the, okay. point second city point woman. <laughs> Come over here. Come away from me. Go share a beer with me. Split a pizza. And then we'll go back to let's say my apartment, three B. Sorry. Where the kisses are hers and hers and hers and his and his and hers. (laughs) But never mind. It's Reeves Company in Utah. (laughs) Where the kisses are his and hers and hers and hers and hers and hers and hers and hers. John Ritter was a a slapstick genius. Oh, God rest soul, John Ritter. He took me through a lot of tough times. (laughs) He was a physical physical comedy (laughs) genius, don't you think? Yeah. Did John Drenner have an off? He was an improv guy, too. He was a big improv was party he? I didn't guy. Know yeah. that. He used to do a He's Rob, improv party guy? Robin Williams was doing it. There's a, a video I saw of uh, Robin Williams doing like the improv in L.A., and he calls up people on stage, and John Ritter's one of them, and he plays along with them and everything. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Once so, again, I've listened to the show. Uh, <laughs> I think we're at that point where well, we, look, we, we should ask, what, we learned what did we learn? What did we learn today? The, no, um... Let's just we'll spend a few more minutes on... We learned we miss our television shows from the 70s and the 80s. Get smart. That's another one. See, I was never going to... Uh, this show should just be five minutes of us just naming songs and then, and then playing them. And we're done. <laughs> the, uh, but no, well, it's an easier way to do the show. I think, well, cause both because I think that uh, when you grow up with uh, television in the first place, and then you have so many memories that are attached to those songs, yeah. and then you, you feel that connection, and it takes you sort of back there. Yeah. And... Um, 
Uh, but also there's something to be said about nostalgia and how you, you probably should just leave some things buried. Because, like you said, I probably have better <laughs> memories of the Jeffersons than if I actually went back and watched the I Jeffersons. Still think or the Jeffersons time. holds up. I, I do. Oh, your memory of it is, of course, always better yeah, than what it is. Yeah, of course. That's the whole no, no, no. Star Wars issue. But now we're jaded. We're young and Three's impression. Company didn't, doesn't hold I think, up. Hold, I think Three's Company holds up more than the Jefferson no, does. No, no, no. Yeah, wrong I, about that. No. I kind of think no. it does. Sit down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but what, okay, now what about like uh, more recent sort of TV show uh, themes? Because like, there's Dexter, like where, Dexter. Uh, where the uh, closing credits were good. And then there's... Uh, um, Another song that like it doesn't tell the, anything about the story, but it, it's one of the drama ones. Is the uh, the theme to uh, Sons of Anarchy? The uh... riding through this world all alone. God takes your soul. You're on your own. The crow flies straight. A perfect line's wound. You guys don't watch that show? No. Um, no, you should. You'd be, you'd be probably good to get a part in that, unlike myself. In what? <coughs> you could be on Sons of Anarchy. Okay, oh, I, tried, stop. I tried to mash up Dexter and a chorus line one. Is this something that you did? Yeah. <laughs> one. Singular sensation. There. You've had a lot of time in your head, you're right. Sean's been home by himself, and he, this is what he does. Sticks wrote a song about you. <laughs> Mr. Roboto. No. I was going to say, too much too much time on your mind. See, whenever we get to that tone... I'm sure, I'm sure there's some musical Dumb. notes that are happening that are, are in tone with each other. Me and Dave are going, I don't, okay. Yeah. I know, it sort of loses it but, in the middle. Yeah. But whenever I watch it in my head, that's what I hear. I hear one singular sensation. <laughs> it's sort of a wow, Broadway, uh, it's got a Broadway feel to but, it. But uh, True Blood has another one, but it yeah. has one of those songs. It's like a, It sounds like a Chris Isaac sort of like, she did the bad bad One that really fits, I think, is the banjo in um, uh, Rest of Development. Song? Right, yeah. Rest that, of that, that fits so well with the show. It's like, you know. And then you know the, what I wish? And, and also the... Uh, or, what's sorry, the sorry, Mark, it's a band, it's a ukulele. I wish that sorry. the theme Not from bad. Twin Peaks explained Twin Peaks. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I never caught they on. Tried. To, I never, the guy died. I never caught on to Twin Peaks when it was out on... Uh, I just watched it on Netflix recently, so I watched the whole thing. Okay. And, uh, and that that's a show that really does need an explanation. Because it's so confusing and surreal and dreamlike. That Adam's family. That, does that ever make the hits charts? Who? Adam's, Adam's family. family? No, the cookie and the something that the DB. I think as much as the Monster Mash actually made an impact on. Monster Mash was a big hit though. Yeah, but it was political. A lot of people don't know. It was all about the U.S. Senate and Congress battles against each other. The layers. There's layers to the schmoo. I couldn't believe that. That's what surprised me was finding out that everyone had this political interpretation of this thing that I just thought. Did the, the schmoo originally thing. appear on Scooby Doo? Right. That's where the schmoo came from. No, no, Lil Abner. 
Glow Abner. The the comic strip from. Uh, okay. He was on Mash once. <laughs> Fuck Mash. No, there's a long yeah, history of Shmoo. That's what's so great about this show, actually, is because little little things that I remember that Shmoo that I remember, and I don't actually know that much about it. Gives me a oh. chance to find out what exactly was going on with the Shmoo. What the hell was that? And then you find out there's this rich, long political history of the Shmoo. Who knew? You yeah. Know? Well, to get something made, the changes. Nazis. Who knew what you would do? That's I was always one, listening to you. It's the schmoo. That was always one of my favorite things about uh, the uh, Wonder Woman the, as the, the TV show was. She was. Hot. That's a great song. Oh, that's. No, it's Wonder Woman on the on the disc too. I always love the line of uh, in your satin tights fighting for your rights and the all red, white, and blue. And she was always fighting Nazis, too. She's still good looking, too. This would be a good running song, like driving. Linda Carter? Yeah. She's still really how could you, How could you not press step on the gas if this came on the radio? That's why they don't get radio play, TV themes, because they make people go crazy. You know what I really find about myself? I love horns. Horn section. I love horns and music. I just. They bring such a nice little <laughs> horniness. <laughs> it's because you're horny. Because I like to picture the guys when, it, when they're not playing the horns. That's my favorite part, is the standing around going, <laughs> just waiting for your turn. <laughs> I used to play saxophone. That's what gets me the part. It's not the playing. Like, that, right? There you go. I know. You wait for your part. You, you yeah. got to stay into it, though. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't go off. <laughs> it's a lot of standing around and, and, and dancing with the guy beside you, because you're right, whatever. You know, that's just like, yeah, yeah. If you're, a you turn to the guy, player, and go, hey, that was a good one. You oh, gotta wait, be, we're, 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 you got to be willing to dance if you're a saxophone player. Oh, we got to go in. You just can't stand there, just uh, like you're waiting for the bus. Wonder Woman. I get kind of excited when I hear this. This brings back. I think this is when this is what I can do. Where I find my the dad in me, my old my dad in me is like I can sit there yeah, on the computer kind of and play, go down the list and listen to every single of these songs <laughs> and, and have a like, with a drink. And just go, yeah, these company, remember that? <laughs> you know, you can still watch three I don't, Yeah, no, I just, my, this is what I'm doing tonight. Thanks, guys. But I'm sitting going, the shmoo. I remember the shmoo. No, but a lot of the, the Smurfs. Oh. What about BJ and the Bear? Do you guys I guess? Never, I, that's You guys are too old. I think there's a whole wave of sitcoms that I don't, and shows that I'm not a part of. Was not BJ that. and the Bear BJ and the, We're not that much older. It was, BJ and the Bear with the monkey and, and Greg I, Everett. I didn't watch that show. Maybe I wasn't which, allowed which to. Show? Which mark? BJ and the Bear. BJ, you didn't watch BJ and the Bear? No. Wow. Sheriff Lobo? <laughs> my Sheriff Lobo. That was on my little tape cassette that I did. My little tape See? cassette. My little He's tape my cassette. Sheriff Lobo. I think he'll buy Sheriff Lobo. He's my Sheriff Lobo. He's a man. Yep. Woo! He's a man. Do you remember the theme to uh, the the first Gary Shandling show? Yes. Like, yeah, this is the theme, theme to Gary Shandling. How do you like it so far? Yeah, exactly. Can I have another one, please? Spicy Dave. I'll have another one, too, please. Spicy Gary. What's your nickname? Spicy. <laughs> Spicy Gary. Yes. Cherry Bob. You're doing the Sheriff Lobo was a, um, a spinoff of the Dukes of Hazard. No, BJ and the Bear. 
Oh, right, BJ and the Bear. See, I never watched BJ and the Bear. What was that trucking show? Yeah, that used Convoy. Dukes of Hazard had a spinoff called Enos. Do you remember that? Enos? Remember Enos? No. He was like the... I remember Enos. I remember Enos. He was like, yeah. always like loved the and Daisy. he had his own show. Yeah. I would have to say Law & Order is one of those classic TV themes that, that they haven't changed over the years. It's been the theme, same theme oh for God. 20 years. I found it. Do we have any more, uh, any more final thoughts on themes? 